0: hated you a little drunk waiting on your phone call a little numb maybe i can feel that all you stitch me up but you can stop
1: me bleeding out better
2: when i'm broke one boom we're live what up kids hey hi yo you're steven
3: and I'm Batch.
2: and You're both of us?
3: I'm Batch, you're Steven, and this is oh, the Empty Batch Podcast.
2: Em- oh, that's interesting.
3: The Empty Batch Podcast. Hey. That, sound- that sounds pretty
2: realistic. Dude. Because I am empty. I thought you just ate. Well, Don't I you did, but... Me? No, well, empty, yeah, dead, well, I guess, yeah, I'm dead on the inside, but yeah
3: and on the inside
2: welcome to 133 yeah of what of the f-
3: fucking empty space podcast that's who we are yeah motherfucker welcome yeah. this is fun it's been real it's been fun
2: this is it. um
3: yeah so anyways hey there well it is technically it for what we're doing Oh, technically, yeah, technically speaking, until something else drops, this is going to be the last Blink-182 breakdown. Cool. They went we out got, with a bang. Yeah, we got the second <laughs> half of, <laughs> of nine. If you listen to our first episode um, we loved of it. the breakdown, get ready. This is the second part. Can't promise you much more, much different. I am curious because we've had people say the back half is better. I... I'm, I'm going to hold my comments till yeah. we get through it, Me too. but the same preference before. If you don't want to listen to us shit on Blink-182, only listen off. to the first half of this episode.
2: Yeah. Yep. So, with that out of the way, how we doing?
3: Good, man. Doing good. Got a good coffee here.
2: Yeah? Busy. What type of coffee do you get?
3: Just a mocha iced from Dunks. Oh, okay. Just a little mocha iced. Yeah, Moka? I got it. Mocha ice, dude, a I got go cheaper now. I was a, a bougie Starbucks boy for a while. Yeah, but you were. Dude, those are like $8, $9. And I yeah, dude. And then uh, I can't afford that no more. So this $3.50, $4 coffee is perfect. I love it so much. And I forgot how much I love it. So shout out to Dunkin' Donuts because that's what's been getting me through podcasts for the earlier episodes. That's all yes. I drank.
2: Yeah. But...
3: I've been great, man. We um, got a lot of stuff going on at the house here. Yeah, I'm busy, and I yeah. uh, just been working, getting back to reality. Been back from vacation for two weeks. It's been good. So, I the only big news I got is uh, on my side here is I started a band with two of my buddies about I don't know, maybe like four or five months ago, and we are officially. Yeah. St- gonna start recording so be on the lookout for some lives we're gonna do some live streaming and we're gonna be doing some singles and all that we got covers and originals so if you like title fight and tiger's jaw and heart attack man we'll be doing covers of that shit uh Mm -hmm. we're sounding pretty fucking good right now and like i said we got some original shit too we have done and uh i'm looking forward to spreading the word of our basement um punk rock fucking pop punk band
2: what's the name
3: oh yeah <laughs> uh, the <laughs> name is fire grill oh dope dope yeah oh fun little thing man gets me out of the house gets me escaped from reality it's how yeah, much yeah. i love making music with people so it's been really fun so that's like the
2: that's dope The man. only
3: other big news so uh so bro, are you retired
2: got- from hockey now Oh, hell no. Okay. I was no. I, okay. Wasn't sure.
3: No. Wasn't no. sure if
2: we were, you know, replacing it.
3: No, I'm just too busy, dude. I just always yeah. want to do things fucking hockey, gym, podcast, music, fucking work, Late. sex. I like to have sex with you.
2: <laughs> That's never happened before. That's a fucking lie. No.
3: We do the
2: dirty while my
3: Nana was sleeping.
2: True. In the room with her, I know.
3: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. God bless her soul.
2: Yeah. So, that's cool, though. That's dope. That's exciting stuff.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty pumped, man. I'm pretty pumped. And then I made a little design like five months ago when we first started. Very simple. So, we're going to get some stickers of that when that shit goes on sale because the place we use, Sticker Mule... Same thing we use for the podcast. Um, they usually do sales randomly. So I'll wait till probably yeah. Labor Day or something. I'll be yeah, that'll be good. Free up on our stickers and um, probably yeah. make some things like that. But yeah, we're going to do. Um, oh, yeah. I'll, when we get closer, I'll announce more shit. But we're going to do a, a basement show um, for Halloween, we think. That'll be nice. like our first show. So
2: that'll be dope. Well,
3: yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We're getting closer to your wedding, dude. I know. We're getting close, buddy. What's today's date? The recording date of the 25th here. Yep. Oh, boy. Bud, we're down to the fucking wire here. We're getting there.
2: Yeah, we're three weeks now. Two Mm -hmm. and a half. Yeah, two and a half. No, Mm -hmm. a week and a half. No, yeah, two and a half. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say yeah to everything. Yeah, two and a half. That's That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's insanity, my friend. It is crazy. Crazy, crazy.
3: So what's new with you? Is that that's just been the same shit going on? You got any crazy things happening? Are you tickling your fucking Elmo dolls? What's the plan?
2: Yeah, I took my Elmo dolls every day. Um, otherwise, they get sad. <laughs> um, no, that's pretty much my life right now is just mm-hmm. doing that. And then uh, therapy. That's been good. I
3: was going to ask you.
2: Yeah. I have a wonderful therapist. She's great. She's, um, this Portuguese. I couldn't remember what she was. Oh, Portuguese lady. Uh, she's a riot. So she's funny. So that's been good. And then, yeah, I don't have, uh, I don't have any cool bands or anything. I just have the podcast. That's it. That's a lot. That's yeah. That's, that's my, that's my thing. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else. Uh yeah, I got the hockey sauce kit. That yep. came in the mail. That was yeah, cool. Thing's that's sick. gonna be cool. Yep. That's gonna be so much fun. Um can't wait to play that thing. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking dope. Um I have a new addiction that I like. Mm. I'm officially back in the sneaker game. Oh, great. Isn't that nice? I'm a sneakerhead that- again.
3: Is that because um at your wedding shower you lost when everyone thought you were the one with the more shoes and you were just like mad that Tori had more shoes than you?
2: Um and you're just no. like I just can't be. <laughs> this just can't be. No. no, I um I I just like got a pair of Jordans like right around the shower. Yeah. And I forgot how much I loved Jordan Fours. Like, I just completely, until I had them again, I was like, oh, my God, I love these. So, then we have a little surprise with the wedding involving Jordans. Oh, um, okay. Um, and then I got a pair of, uh, you'll remember these, uh, Nike Dunks. I don't know those. You don't know the SBs? They, they were basically the SBs, and then they became Dunks when Nike never, made skate shoes. No. They're like a skate shoe. They're Nike skate shoe. But they're like, like, they were never super popular until like recently. Uh, I got the Fruity Pebble ones. I just saw those. Yeah. The red, red, yellow, blue, and white. Yeah. And then they have the little Fruity Pebble laces. Yeah. I just got those. Yeah. So that's my new thing. And then I have like a bunch of tabs open on my phone internet of like shoes that I want. It's like a little wish list of shoes that I want. Sneakers. There you go. Yeah, um, it's an expensive addiction Yeah It's um Something that like over time I will build It's not going to be like, you know This month I'll have all the ones I want um, Yeah Because a lot of them are like My favorite pair is the Jordan 4 Green Glows That mm-hmm. they go for like Close to 500 bucks mm-hmm. So those won't be uh Those won't be being bought Anytime soon I don't, uh, no, but, uh, like, you know, Tori's like, why are you buying them if you're never going to wear them? I'm like, you don't understand how the sneaker game works. Do you? Boo boo. Mm. <laughs> no. Um, those would be the only ones I would never wear would be the green glows.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much been taking up my time is like looking at sneakers that I like. There you go. That's how I'm killing time and playing shell and uh, doing weddings things.
3: Yeah, you've been making a lot of uh, Instagram posts too. Those things are cool.
2: Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a Canva extraordinaire now. I, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a whiz at Canva. I can whip things up. You know, <laughs> I'm a pretty <laughs> much a a um what are they called um wizard a web designer now, uh, oh. if you will. Yeah, I can just make things on the internet now. Okay. Yeah, well, kind of. I'm more of a PR person. Extraordinaire. Penis rubber. Ye- yeah, that's yeah, that's the word. Uh, that's where I was going. Yeah, I get it. Um, so yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much all I've been doing.
3: Nope, that's good, man. Shoes are nice, yeah. man. I never got into yeah. shoes. The only time I was into shoes was like when I was in middle school cuz i was skating the most and mm-hmm. um we would just fucking that was like the biggest thing were just shoes like skate shoes and even what's then though, what's, what's my favorite what's my favorite skate shoe uh i mean i used to rock etnies that was cool mhm those classic um, ones yeah but um what's it called what's the other
2: one i used to rock um circus Circa's good. That was Chad Muska's thing. Yeah. Circa's were cool. But now. DC's were like the big. DC's were huge. I, those were like a lot of my friends like those. Um, those were but, uh poser shoes, quote unquote. DC's? The yeah, ones that unquote. everyone had. You know, the mm-hmm. ones that just had like the DC on the side. Yep. But the actual DC skate shoes were not poser shoes, but the other ones were. Yeah. If you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Right now, my favorite skate shoes
3: are the Carriums. They're Mike Villelli's. Mm-hmm. Oh, those, those are sick. sick. The vegan ones? Yeah, they're all vegan. And then my other skate shoes, which I'd be wearing, and I still have them, so I got to sell them on like, Facebook. I'm on a skateboarding group. Um, uh, What's his name? Fucking, dude, I'm drawing a blank, and I feel like an idiot. I have his shoes. There's, like, signature shoes. Oh, I'm so stupid. Brian Sheckler. God, oh, okay. Uh, Ryan Sheckler shoes. I forget what they're called. I have them. Those things are sick, too. Uh, is he uh, with that niece? Ryan Sheckler. Um, let's see. Where's his shoes, dude? Oh. Let's find yeah. out. Ryan Sheckler. Yeah, he's with that niece. Oh, fuck, dude. I don't remember.
2: I got him somewhere. They're sick, though. I just couldn't fit in them. They were too tight. Are they the ones, like with the uh little white like leaf looking thing on the side yeah are they black the etnies logo it's like a different look are they the new ones or are they like i have to find them oh that's not Etnes. that's something else
3: are you talking uh, about kataba pro carry them it's yeah. the same thing as mike v yeah
2: yeah yeah those ones um if Give they, me what second. I'm looking at, then yeah, they're sick. They're on my
0: camera.
2: Oh. Got enough. <laughs> enough.
3: Marana slips.
2: Marana slips.
3: Etne's Marana slips.
2: Verano. Marana.
3: <laughs> Marana.
2: Verano or Marano? <laughs> Marana. Marana. M E R O M A R A N A. Slips. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like they're like they're like slide. They're sick, dude. They just were too tight, and I never returned them. That can be a that can be an issue. Yeah, but um, how the fuck did we get there? Oh, your Uh, shoe. Yeah. Then we were asked. I asked you what your favorite skate shoes were. Um, you want to know mine? Mm Mm-hmm. Mine were always. Osiris. Osiris was a sick, dude. Yeah, I still have Osiris's to this day. They're like my everyday shoe. I'm mm-hmm. my Osirises. I love them.
1: Yeah, Very I had a pair of
2: those. Uh,
3: they had like graffiti on the side, like a realistic like girl graffiti on the side. It was crazy. Those were cool, man.
2: Do you remember the big goofy ones that everyone used to wear? The high top ones that were like always neon colored? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get Just into that. Talk about poser shoes. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't into that, dude. So, um we'll move. <sighs> on. Um we had some sad news today. Yeah, personally for both of us, some sad news. Probably sad news for everyone in Boston. Um Merci Patrice. Merci. Au revoir. Elevederche. Goodbye. Ugh. Our beloved Patrice Bergeron has retired. Hey, man. Cheers to that. Honestly. yeah, What a career. What a fucking career.
3: Yep. Cheers to that. That guy's been through hell, man. His body's yep. probably beaten to shit. His wife's probably like, can you just fucking stop? You've teased this the last few years, and you know what?
2: Yeah, I think enough's enough.
3: <sighs> I could have seen it either way, dude. Honestly. I know we've I think- talked about it on the podcast a bunch before, but like... I, I thought with Lucic coming back,
2: for I sure he was coming
3: he, back. I thought Lucic's coming back; he's gonna come back. But then, I I if brought I, this up to Alyssa. I said, when Lucic made that video, and he was like, I "Can't wait to see, uh, you know, Pasta Marshi, He never mentioned fucking Bergy, and I was like, "They yeah. already
2: know. They already fucking know." Oh yeah, they all knew. Um, I think if he didn't break his back, then he would have probably come back. But I think that was just like. Him That's being it. like i can't do this anymore like this is just yeah so this leads me to a interesting question you think Patrice Bergeron's a hall of famer i do okay For i sure. can see it you For think sure. he's like first ballot no questions asked or do you think it's like yeah i do first i honestly time do he's ready he's in
3: yeah i really do man what what does he have 7 selkies now 6 Six or seven, yeah. Six, so, six Selkies. He's got a stan, one Stanley Cup. He's that's been what a, sucks. That does suck because he should have three.
2: Yeah, he should at least two, two. Yeah, two. I think yeah, yeah. You, yeah I think tough. the Blackhawks one. I think they, Get the Blackhawks, St. Louis, uh, mm-hmm. the Blackhawks one. They had they could have had that one, but I don't really put that much into that one on them because the blackhawks were a fucking wagon yeah and then the st louis one they should have had 100 yeah. percent should have had that one yeah so realistically he should have had another one he deserved another one yeah
3: um, i think he's just so well known to on and off the ice about and that well, goes so to, respected like, that's it that's why he, is he has a psychies like,
2: yeah guys are just like you know no one ever ran him no one ever like you know, he very rarely fought anyone. Like he never really got pissed off. He just kind of was like, no one did anything when he was on the ice. Not that yeah. he was like scary or intimidating. I think people just were like, you don't fuck with him. Like, just yeah. you know, it's like, um, have you ever heard that Sean Avery story? Um, which one, dude? <laughs> About uh, when he was he was in Detroit with um, like when Brett Hull was there and all those guys. Mm -hmm. Eisenman Hall Shanahan all them Uh, and he was on the bench chirping Sackick and um, I guess like Sackick was lining up to take a face off and Avery was like chirping him and uh, Brett Hall grabbed him by the back of his neck and sat him down and got in his Uh face and was like we do not speak to Mr. Sackick that way (laughs) that's crazy yeah So I feel like that's like, if people look like Cher Bergeron or something, I feel like someone, some veteran would grab him and be like, "Mm -mm, we do not speak to Mr. Bergeron that way. Yeah. (laughs) It's just that respect thing being in there so long, man. Yeah. I mean, he's been here since he was 17. Yeah. So. What, um, Marshy gets to see? he, He has to, right? I don't know. I could see it going to Chucky. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. I think they're going
3: to, because Marshy's realistically got, what, two years? Two, three, maybe, three. Tops three, if he
2: stays healthy, and they don't don't win a cup. He's been playing so, like, mm, I don't know, I could see him get, how old is he, 34? I want to say 34, yeah. I could see him maybe having another five, four or five years in him, I think. Yeah. But I don't know. I I don't know. I, I he's thirty five. He's thirty five. Uh, well, yeah, maybe three. Yeah,
3: I'd say three tops, and I'd say less if they win a cup.
2: Yeah, I could, I, but I don't see. I don't see that happening. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think he's the most logical. I don't see how you could give it to anyone else besides him. I yeah. mean, I I could hear I would hear arguments from McAvoy. I could see it, yeah, McAvoy. I mean, he. I think he. I don't think I, he's. I don't think he's there yet. I don't think he's ready for that yet. No. Um. Other than those two, there's no one else. Like, no. I wouldn't give it to Pasta's not. He's not counting no. material.
3: No, not at all. He's very. Uh,
2: I, I think. I don't. I think it depends. If Krejci comes back, I don't think. Well, it's he just is. That, It's just.
3: It's that. Um. It's just that veteran status, man. And and Marshy's I mean. Marshy he backs it up with what he's done the last fucking 10 years. I mean, maybe the last 3 yeah. or 4 years have been on and off, but like
2: I think he's been he's grown up a lot the past 5. I think easy. he's he's kind of like embraced a leadership role more. Um but I think if I think if, so Cr- if Kraichi comes back for a year, I think they give it to him just because Courage now Berzeron, pretty much. If if he comes back, do you know what I mean? I th-
3: yeah, I think you're right, and I think he's coming back, dude.
2: He might be. I don't know. I, it's it's crazy. I don't. Do they give it to Lucic? Taxi? Yeah, I don't know. No do way, dude. You, no do, way. You know what I mean? Like maybe they do. Maybe they're like, it's your last run. Here you go. So you're a no on Lucic, huh?
3: I don't think so. No, no I don't. I I could no, not on a chance, dude. It's got to go to Marshy for sure. Out yeah. Of- Respect, I feel they'll yep. keep they'll keep it with. I hope they give Lucic an
2: A. That would they be will. cool. They will. He'll get an A. Him and, and McAvoy. Char- Charlie. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, him and McAvoy, and um, you know, I think things are just gonna suck for a year. I think I think they're just gonna suck next year. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think you're looking at probably Zaka and Coyle as your top two centers. Week, yeah, but then they'll have some money to play with next year, next yeah. summer. So maybe they get Bertuzzi back. Maybe bring Bertuzzi back, and then they can get a center, and then they're in they're in okay shape. I mean, they're all right on the back end. Yeah, realistically, right. I mean, I think I still think I still think Almack's on the way out. I still think they're going to trade Almack, um, and go with Swayman. Because I think they could save, they could probably save a three million, two million, if they get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a tough, tough thing to move away from a guy that just won the um, Vesna. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's going to
3: be the. I think Swayman's going to go think before him. Or... Yeah,
2: I know. I don't know. I think if Swayman was going to go, he would have already because he's an RFA. True. So they're not going to let him go for nothing. You know, they would have traded him. Yeah, you're not um, wrong, but um, it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, I just uh, you know Bergeron was just like legend. Yeah, I think you know, I think he was the embodiment of this team for so long. I think him and Chara both. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely a top five Bruin. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd say between three and five, mm-hmm. wherever you want. I think Bork and Orr are one two, or Bork, and then you want to put Bergeron after that. Fine, Esposito, Chara, oh,
3: Philly boy, yeah,
2: like those guys, um, Middleton, like some uh, Busick, those those guys. But mm-hmm. I definitely think Bergeron's up there, top five. His number's definitely getting retired. Um, I don't know if I agree with the first ballot hall of famer. I think he, he is one. I just think he gets, I think he gets a little overrated around here. Um, like not a little bit of Homer, like, you know what I mean? Like bias. Cause he plays here and like, we see him night in and night out. Yeah. But like, um, You know, I I think he's not – I don't want to bash him, but, like, if, if, you know, you look at, like, Taves and Kopitar and, like, Pavel Datsuk, like, guys that have won Selkies and, Mm -hmm. uh, like, two-way, like, centers, I I don't put Bergeron in that. You know what I mean? Like, that category with those guys. Like, he was never, like – He was never the guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, Kopitar's been the guy in L.A., like, the man. Mm -hmm. And Ted's has been the man in Chicago. And then, I mean, Dotsuk is Dotsuk. And, you know, you look at, like, Getzlaff, too. Getzlaff was the guy in Anaheim for so long. And I just think – I just don't – like, I don't think he's as offensively skilled as those dudes. I think he's a great two-way Well, I think that's –
3: I think that's what makes him more of a Hall of Famer than anything because he's a two-way.
2: Yeah, well, those guys are all two-way centers, too, is what I'm saying. Yeah, Like, Getzlaff, Ko- I mean, Kopitar. If Kopitar didn't play in L.A., he would be... I mean, I don't know how many selfies he'd have, mm-hmm. but I think him playing in L.A. hurts him. Like, imagine if Kopitar was in Toronto. Oh, my God. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, at, yeah, yeah, the yeah. On I hear him what you're and shit. Yeah. Um
3: I just think we because we're surrounded by Bergeron.
2: Yeah, we're just like he's the best. Which he is probably one of the greatest Bruins of all Bruins of yeah. all time. Um but I just Well think- I,
3: I I also think it's the other way too. I also think it's like we kinda like
2: took him for because grace.
3: he's so yeah, because he's so defensively thought
2: he yeah, yeah. we
3: look at and then we have people like Marshawn and who are really like our power forwards who can fucking score. Right. We kinda like don't we're like yeah, we know Bergeron's basically gonna just be the guy that back check all the time, make Mm -hmm. the defensive plays when we need him to, score a hat trick every fucking four months, get a goal every other game. Like we don't really we don't really we know what he's good at. We kinda put him on the back burner a little bit.
2: Right. Like I wouldn't put him up there with like Crosby or like someone like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like some people around here like think he's that. Yeah, and it's like he's not that but he's you know it's like a defenseman where you don't notice him. it's kind of a good thing yeah you know what i'm saying like you don't. that's my point him. exactly you yeah. don't notice him, then that's kind of a good thing you don't really want to notice it to, in their own end at least you really mm-hmm. don't want to notice them because if you notice them that's a bad thing yeah you know uh although unless they're like hitting someone or you know whatever but like that was like the thing about McAvoy is like, Oh, you don't really notice him. It's like, well, that's kind of a good thing, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think he's definitely going to get in the hall of fame. I don't think, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got over a thousand points. I don't think, I think that's, yeah, he's got 1294. That's games. Oh, is it? Yeah. He's got, he's got 1040. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So, I mean, you get over a thousand points in the, and score almost 500 goals in the league. You, you know you're in. That's crazy. That's what I think. But yeah, I think his number is definitely going up. Yeah, I mean it has yeah. to. Yeah, it has to. It has um, to. I don't think I'd build a statue of him out front of the arena. Yeah, that's another discussion. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, look who's out there, Bobby Orr. Yeah, do you know? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's like. Well, that was also
3: a time where there wasn't as many stars too. I feel.
2: Yeah, that guy changed the game, though. That guy, like, he was, he was like a Tony Hawk of, yeah, he was a different breed, man. And, like, you know, the things he did as a defenseman, like, those are the type of guys that, you know, get statues, you know, like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh,
3: He'll get one, dude. He's too good. Yeah,
2: well, he's got a, well, like Gretzky gets a statue. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If, you know, if McDavid goes and does like what Gretzky did, like wins four just cups gotta get that, and, yeah, you just got to get that guy a cup. Yeah, yeah, he needs a yeah. And then you know Ovechkin, Ovechkin, I think gets one if he breaks Keesh, Gretzky's yeah. record. Yeah, but anyway, that's enough hockey talk. Oh, Steve's just for you. Oh, uh, oh, all right, yeah. Is. So, um, Whoa, nothing. You all right?
3: Yeah, I was just thinking about you.
2: Oh, okay. You want to lead off the next topic? No. Oh, you want me to? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you can. I don't care.
3: No, I want. This was. Uh, I. I think this is something that's important for all of us. Yeah. Um But I think it's. I think it's something you should take just because you did a lot of work for on this, dude. And
2: all right. I want well, you to.
3: Uh, don't you fucking speak right now? Okay. okay? Right. We're gonna get really mad at each other. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Um No, I'll I'll read the, what it is and then I yeah. you take over, man.
2: All right. Okay.
3: All right, so before we get into our news notes and news releases, uh Batch came up with a a, a really good thing. He drew up a really nice thing and I, and I want him to, to talk about it. Um but what he's going to talk about is what July 20th means for music and mental health. So, Batch, take it away.
2: All right. Uh for those of you who don't know, um You know, Empty Space podcast is music mental health. Um, So, July 20th, uh, for those who don't know, on that day, Chris Cornell was born in 1964. And it's the same day that Chester Bennington took his own life in 2017. Um, Cornell also took his own life on May 18th of 2017, two months prior to Chester. Uh, Both of these guys were I mean, they're they're absolute fucking legends. They're monumental in in rock, alternative, uh, grunge, pop punk, new metal, whatever you want to call, it, wherever you want to put them. They're at the top. Um, I think Cornell's voice was once in a gener a, a generational voice. Like you don't hear a voice like Cornell's ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Chess is the same way. Um you know chester's lyrics were i mean if we were doing this podcast back then i think we would have been talking about lincoln park all the time because those lyrics were always surrounded by mental health and addiction um the two of them saved <laughs> millions upon millions of lives and you know helped so many people through all of their problems through like depression drug addiction death, whatever they were going through, those those two were at the forefront for a lot of people. Um, they were great friends. Uh, Bennington even sang at Cornell's funeral. And, you know, they both famously struggled with mental health and substance abuse. Um, Cornell publicly talked about his struggles with depression, isolation, and suicidal thoughts several times throughout his life. Um these he said started after he ingested PCP for the first and only time causing a quote deep scar in his psyche uh, changed his life overnight and said he became an introvert experienced anxiety and depression dealing with this period for over two years so this leads into like kind of what I was what we we're talking about with the mental health aspect um Following Cornell's death, his older brother Peter started a campaign to raise awareness for depression and suicide prevention. A few days later, Peter revealed that he was being bullied and threatened to change the narrative of his awareness message, stating, this bullying is coming from a place I never could have imagined. In October 2017, Peter reached, reacted to criticism, directed at him on social media by his brother's mother-in-law, he talked about the stigma surrounding mental illness and addiction and the addiction narrative being spun by his mother, his brother's widow and her family to explain Cornell's death, stating, and there's that word again, stigma. Somehow it's, quote, sexy to be an addict. But let's not ta- let's not talk about mental illness, stigma. There's a, There are those who re-victimize and bully us, taunt and demand us to relive and tell the details of our painful upbringing to what end. It doesn't erase the damage done. It doesn't turn back the hands of time. We are survivors. Um, during his, his solo concert in London, Eddie Vedder talked to the, for the first time about Cornell since his death, saying he wasn't just a friend. He was someone I looked up to like my older brother. And I will live with those memories in my heart. And I will love him forever. Uh, A lot of, you know, a lot of people had stuff to say about both of them. Um, Fred Durst said about Bennington, he had a way of making anyone he spoke to feel heard, understood, and significant. His aura and spirit were contagious and empowering. Often those types of people have so much pain and torture inside that the last thing they want is to contaminate or break the spirit of others as a real and transpa- as real and transparent as our conversations would be he was always the one projecting the light on the shadows um you know after after bennington's death his widow launched a campaign called 320 changes direction in honor of her husband to help break the stigma surrounding mental illness so there's like two sides to that coin that we talk about there with Cornell's brother getting criticism and Bennington's wife launching a campaign and no one really giving her any grief about it. Um so after reading what all these people had to say about these two guys, uh, and what they did for others, you know, you'd think this would make people more aware of mental health and substance abuse. At least, you know, that's that's what I thought. I'm sure that's what you thought. Mm-hmm. Um, being two people who have had similar struggles um unfortunately, while it did help a little bit to raise awareness, I also experienced and saw several people, you know some people I used to call friends, who were on social media um while people were expressing their grief for you know a musician who saved their life and kept them here. Um, You know, it just shows that we, while we're making progress, it's not enough. There's still a stigma. I saw things people say, who cares? He was a junkie about Cornell. One less junkie about Cornell. Stop crying over a celebrity that didn't give a fuck about you. About both of them. Who cares? If he wanted to be here, he would have found a reason to stay about both of them. Like, that's... What's that? Five years ago? That people are saying that? Mm -hmm. So, it's sickening, man. And, you know, having lost a loved one to suicide, having had suicidal thoughts myself, there, there are people who these are the people who were like trying to reach out and trying to change their mind. And we're trying to show them that this isn't just some, you know, phase. This isn't like a, just something that you just get over or like something that isn't real. Um This shit's fucking real and it's happening every single day. One in five pair, one in five people who experience this in some capacity in their life. You know, and I, I don't think it's really going to sink in with people unless, you, like, we've talked about on here, and it sounds fucked up, but unless you go through it, you don't get it. Like, you never will get it. You will you can try and understand. You can Google shit. You can WebMD ship but You'll never fucking get it. You'll never fully understand what a person who's addicted to a substance, who's depressed, who's suicidal, who has anxiety, unless you have it, unless you've been through it, you don't fucking get it. You know? And sitting there Saying to people well you just have to find A reason to stay you have to figure it out You just gotta you know Toughen up Uh, uh-uh. uh. That's not how this works If it worked that way then This wouldn't be a fucking problem This wouldn't be a podcast we wouldn't have The music we talk about we wouldn't be talking about Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell Who killed themselves It wouldn't be a fucking thing So Every year on July 20th, I like to look back and see what people have said. And then I like to look and see where they're at now, some of the people. Some of them have learned. Some of them have grown. Some of them have changed, which is amazing. Um, You know, it shows that we've improved the message on ending the stigma. and But unfortunately, as much as we've improved, we're still nowhere near where we need to be. Not even fucking close, so July twentieth I think is such like an important day for music and mental health because it's it shows that like it, it the shit doesn't fucking discriminate against anyone. You could have all the money in the world, you can look at two of the biggest rock stars in the world, and they still didn't want to be here anymore and unfortunately no they felt like there was no one there to help them so it's uh it's unfortunate, man. And it's it's some of those those people that made those comments still feel that way. And it's it's gross. So that's all I really gotta say about it. I don't know if you wanna add anything. No, I'm good, man. I I like what you said. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't Not know dudes. if you have any thoughts on like what it means to you or what it you know, how you look at it. Probably the same way.
3: Yeah, for the same way, man. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd just be repeating myself if I said it, but the same shit, man. Make, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else to say, man. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's just fucking, you know, just when you think like you're making strides and like things are, like people are actually taking it seriously, like something like that happens and you see, like how far we still have to go.
3: Mm-hmm. So, well, it'll never end man it'll never end it no we don't we just hope we can you know bring awareness and um mm-hmm. uh, help people understand it a little better and then they have their they're human they can decide what they want to do with the information and um we just hope that there's you know there's change in that and that and um that stigma yeah
2: so that's all thought that was important to talk about i know we didn't talk about it last pod but that's just because when we recorded and stuff it didn't line up but
3: no, it was well written well said man and and it's it's yeah it's important very important
2: so r.i.p to those two fucking legends the two of them um so yeah we'll uh we'll move on to our news notes and new releases segment
3: yeah, it's uh. Unless let's get you have in. something
2: else to add, no?
3: No, no, not really. Um, well, let's, if you let's, do.
2: Let's... Sp- sp- say your truth, speak your truth, boo-boo. I
3: spoke my truth. <laughs> I spoke my. <laughs> hey, boo <boo-boo>. boo! <laughs> um, no, let's get into news notes and new releases. Alright, see Alright, uh, we're gonna start this one off. Do you want me to start it off? Do you wanna go? Yeah, no,
2: go ahead. I just spoke for fucking 20 minutes, so. Well, I did what
3: you did was really good, man. Um, you, you made me not even speak because I didn't have any. It was so good, <laughs> dude. Ah. Anyways. Uh, all right. We got some fun stuff here. We got some good stuff. We got some awesome stuff. I'm going to keep saying words that make sense. Yeah. Words are hard. Hard words. Anyways. All right. First thing up on our news here, we got Miranda Lambert. Uh, She. who she? She is a singer. A country singer. She got all the country stuff. She's singing with the country boots. Yeah. Um. Uh, She stopped the show to yell at fans, taking selfies and talking in the front row during a ballad, prompting a video from Jared Riddick of Bowling for Soup defending her. Now, I just want to say a few things before I pass it over. Uh, Batch sent me this video, which was Jared Riddick of Bowling for Soup, and he was defending Miranda Lambert, basically saying, you know, that's absolutely ridiculous. You know, yes, they paid money, but that they shouldn't be that's that's just not okay you know you're in the front row it's it's it makes a difference um Mm -hmm. and the other thing i wanted to say is this becoming more and more of an issue of people getting called out uh at shows like that too um but yeah man this is this is uh this is interesting What, what do you think about this i know you said you text me and you said you had some thoughts you wanted to talk about this you specifically wanted to do this one
2: uh i think it's interesting i think it's kind of a a catch twenty mm-hmm. two, I think. Like you know, nowadays, like back in the day when me and you were going and like trying to get front row at stuff, we didn't have a camera in our pocket. Um, so there was no like, oh, let me take a selfie. Well, Tonda Long singing, you know what I mean. There was no like, there was none of that. Um, so I think that's a, a thing. Like people need to be more. I, I guess like conscious of, but you know, I, I, t- I mean like the artists and stuff like this is just how it is now. Unfortunately, like if you don't like it, put the, um, what are those bags called that they, that like Joe Rogan uses and, um, yeah. White I know what it.
3: Kevin Hart does too.
2: Yeah. So you can't have your phone out. Like just do that. Like if and, you're that, yeah. Yeah. If you're that like upset about it, but like at the same time, like, You're also like, I know Jared said this in the video, which was a good point because at first I was like, well, you know what I just said, you know, well, you got to understand like, you know, that's how it is now. Just people have cameras in their pockets and they want to, you know, which he was saying, he's like, you know, do that, go ahead, do that. I don't care. But like when you're sitting there and you're taking a hundred million, like if, if she noticed it, this obviously was going on for like a while. And mm-hmm. if, if it's distracting her, who's, like, a, a mega superstar in country, like, she sold out to that stadium, it's like, it's obviously distracting people around them, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you know, I know for a fact I've gotten pissed when people are sitting there with their phones out taking selfies for fucking a whole song when I'm trying to listen to it and watch it, mm-hmm. you know? Um mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with, like, taking your phone out and taking a video or taking a selfie because you want to, you know, look back at that and remember a good time that you had. But, you know, you're not the only one there. You know, there's there's other people there who might not want to have your phone glare in their eyes or might not want to listen to you and your friend talk about how bad that selfie looks. Like, especially during, like, an acoustic ballad, which I, I guess that's when it was during. Yeah. Um. So that can be distracting. So I, I see both sides of it, but I think um, for her to say something, I feel like it must have been pretty bad, you know? Yeah. So I kind of, ag- I kind of, I I'm leaning more towards the side of Miranda and Jarrett on this one. Yeah, where it's like, yo, you're not only distracting them, you're also distracting and taking away from people next to you, where it's like. You're in the front row, like, just take a few pictures and and that, like, what more do you need, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I get it, but at the same time, like, enjoy the fucking show. That's what you're there for. Yeah, I
3: agree. Uh, It's tough, man. It definitely is a catch-22. I mean, I'd say that, like, it's like, yeah, you pay all this money, but, like, if you're front row and they're doing something quiet, something more, like, you know intimate intimate you just there's there's a respect thing man there's just a respect thing and if and if you're the artist um you have every right you know just like they have the right to take that selfie and to be you know unfortunately they do have that right to be loud if they want is it good to do no but it's also you know it's not good to do what they're doing it's also not really good to like just stop the show for that two people but at the same time like you have that right. It's your fucking show. Yeah, they mm-hmm. paid for it, but too bad. You're allowed to stop it and yell at them. And, you know, if, if that's what you want, that's what you want. That's what you do, you know? And yeah. it's just tough, though, because that is kind of like I'm not going to be sit here and be a dick and be like, well, just get used to it because that's that's not because then it just gets out of control, man. Right. Exactly. And it's like yeah, then yeah. the whole front row is just people talking. And that's that's like the that's like the normal. And it's
2: that it's not cool, normal. man.
3: And it's I don't think it'll ever turn into like a comedy show where they put their phones in bags because people can't be without their phones. I think it's just going to be one of those things where you start hearing more of this stuff and then people hopefully will be like, look, dude, like that's not, that's not cool. But it also sucks because, you know, a lot of people don't have that intention, but then they get intoxicated. They're in the front row. Right. And they're like, I'll take some pictures. This is not the time, but yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I, I see both sides. Um, but I'm with you, dude. I, 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 I lean more toward
2: the artist side, of course. Yeah, I think so. So, so yeah, um, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Yellow Card is back. Hell yeah, they are, dude. With their new EP, Childhood Eyes, mm-hmm. fucking rips. We should break that down soon. We should. We definitely should. I'm surprised nobody said that. Yeah, what the hell is wrong with these people? That was that was a good little EP. That was fucking good. Yeah, dude. It's fucking sick. It's like old school classic yellow card, man. That's some yeah. good fucking shit right there. Uh super excited to see like I guess they're back. Like they're a band again. Mm-hmm. The uh singer announced that that he was like, you know, after playing a few of these shows and seeing like you people still care about this band like we're back we're just gonna we're gonna do it again so sick so (laughs) that was short (laughs) so sick dude they're playing worcester in august yeah i'm hyped they're They're uh, fucking sick they're fucking sick i was at their fair quote-unquote farewell show yeah which was fucking ridiculous i was at
3: the uh i saw them at um riot fest and i mm-hmm. thought that was like their last i was like oh this is sick like one of their last things they're doing yeah because at that
2: time i think that was just like a little quick we'll get together and play this festival and that's it mm-hmm. um but yeah that, that was that they're so good i love yeah. yellow card um you yeah. take the next one oh okay let's you
3: it's your babies
2: bro i <laughs> yeah, can't yeah. i can't talk about this bro. <laughs> Speaking of bands being back From what I heard In this shitty cell phone Fucking video um, Green Day Debuted a new song In Quebec Called 1981 And from what I heard This song sounds like it Fucking smacks That's just from what I gathered From it again Shitty quality Fucking yeah cell phone video but from what i heard it sounded like it was fucking good and it seemed like the people were fired up about it so it sounded fucking killer i'm i'm oh boy oh boy yeah the quality (laughs) is absolutely trash but you get the you get (laughs) the fucking fucking,
3: dude dude it's so bad dude it's so bad i don't even know i'm like reading comments and people are like Oh, it sounds like this song. It sounds like this melody and this riff and these lyrics. And I'm like, bro, how do you pumped. even? Gather yeah, how do that? you know that? <laughs> like, what? Are you I'm talking just like, about? it sounds like shitty garage Green Day punk rock. Like, it sounds good, but we need yeah. more. <laughs> yeah,
2: I need a recorded version of this. But um, it just
3: gives us more of an insight of
2: like, there, what it's teasing. It's teasing. It's yeah, coming. It's yeah. I'm so pumped. Um, they also at that show, I thought it was really cool. They um dedicated boulevard of broken dreams to chester bennington Mm -hmm. which i thought was dope um obviously they were super close with him um yeah they came up together and stuff like that so just a cool little tidbit about green day so be on the lookout for some new green day that's um exciting that's some great shit man that's exciting shit dude yeah i'm hyped we got new blink and new green day probably coming this year holy fuck fuck me if they don't do the pot disaster tour, I'm gonna be so angry. I hope we can go on it. <laughs> that would be sick.
3: Well, probably after nine they might not like us, but that's fine.
2: Well yeah, well, you know, they can't all be winners.
3: <laughs> I think the only person that might won't like our opinion is Mark. Travis is gonna be like, Yeah, whatever, dude, and Tom wasn't there. Yeah, so Tom's like, I love it, cool.
2: Yeah, man, sick. I uh <laughs> I like some of the videos I've seen of them uh live. But- yeah. Um, where like they're they're joking around and like Tom like said some line, he was like, Yeah, quit school, drop out of school and join a punk band. And uh Mark mm. was like, Yeah, life advice from a guy who quit the band twice. Yeah, dude, he's giving <laughs> him shit. <Yeah.
3: laughs> My favorite video I've seen of them live is um they were giving him shit and then it was the show, I forget where they were probably California, but Mark's mom was there in the crowd, and Mark was like Hey, Mar- Hey, Tom, hey, Tom, look, look who that's right there, front row over there. That's my mom. You tell her to her face, all those dirty things you said you were going to do to her. You tell her right now. <laughs> and Tom was like, ma'am, ma'am, I'm so sorry for all those things, blah, 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 blah. Then he was like, but don't think I won't do them. And then like something like that. It was fucking awesome, dude. He was like, I never said any of
2: those things, but don't think I won't do them. <laughs> oh, dude, I-, I love seeing them like... Back and like happy and having fun again. Well, like so dude, that's sick. how it was.
3: And then yeah. you got fucking though, yeah. when they were fucking not doing good and yeah, flashing, you could just tell on the fucking shit. You were just like, This isn't like,
2: yeah, it was like when it, we, when we saw them at that, um, that MCR show. It was just yeah. kind of like, This isn't it, man. Like, something's weird here. And then, yeah. but, um, I, I was interesting, little thing. I, I was listening to that boxcar racer record, yeah. Um, with Tori in the car, and I was telling her, I was like, damn, you know, if they never fucking broke up, holy fuck, like they could have been mm-hmm. damn, like holy shit, if they just listened to fucking Tom, like they could have been fucking holy fuck. Cause that boxcar record and those Angels and Airways records are fucking masterpieces. Oh, yeah, 100%. those are, those are, I know the, the newer ones are kind of the newer, um, AVA record was kind of eh, but like the the early ava and that boxcar record like just yep. stupid stupid good yeah dude just 10 out of 10 but uh anyway we gotta we got another topic that we gotta dive into here this is a i good don't know one. i don't
3: know i don't know about diving into it too much no but, but
2: like <laughs> i mean i meant like get into like yeah oh oh i was like
3: this one's tough not, um Man, I hate doing this yeah, one. I, I hate. hate it. I hate having to say this stuff, and I and it's a, it's something that happens almost monthly now. And uh, you got man. A, a, a legendary punk band, Anti Flag. Um, they broke up. There are rumors uh, of alleged misconduct from the front man, and uh, now they're off the bouncing Stoles, stoked for summer tour. They're off. Everything they they have their own record label. Bands are dropping off and jumping ship. It's bad. Um, It's not good.
2: The singer got booted from uh, Punk Rock Saves Lives. Yep, he was he was one of the founders of that, and they kicked him out. Like, Yeesh. It's not good, man. No, it's a continuous. uh... Yeah, you hate to see shit like this, man. And yeah, God, yeah, sucks. And they've been around for a long time, so. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's. Yeah, like you said, we're not gonna get. Yeah, we're gonna leave it at that. Yeah, um, I'd say at least. I mean, yeah, I I agree. It's it sucks, and you know that's all we're gonna really say about it. Um, it blows. Yeah. Um, so some exciting stuff though. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of our favorites is releasing new music. We've talked about it. They got a new album coming. Uh, they have new merch available for pre-order along with the record. They have a new single, uh, Message Like a Bomb out well dropped yesterday. They're going on tour with Four Years Strong and Can't Swim. Who are we talking about? Fucking Coyo, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Don't play him in tennis, though. No, apparently not. He will fuck no, you up. And don't I do believe- that. He'll, he'll fuck you up, dude. That's him. what he yeah, he said it with his chest. He meant it. <laughs>
3: he did, dude. Yeah, Koyo, man. I
2: was intimidated. Was yeah, I don't bit. blame you, dude. I wonder if I could play him in racquetball, though.
3: I think he'd, you said it best. He'd fuck us up at anything.
2: You haven't seen me play racquetball.
3: Dude, I don't know. Joseph's am, a big dude, bro.
2: He is a big boy, but I've been eating McDonald's cheeseburgers, so better I'm f- pretty. I got some Yeah, power you know too. what? You're going to fuck him up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. going to fuck him up. All right, yeah, gas me up I'm get, not gonna get say. in there, bro Steve said it yeah you fucking
3: you you get that racket you fuck him
2: oh up They're never yeah up up I yeah, we'll play racquetball I I don't know he did lose his that tennis match though he didn't win he lost, so what's that tell you?
3: He's a good sportsman chip guy
2: well not really because he said no, he'd fuck no. us all up so yeah that's true he did say yeah that, that's didn't rude you, you did say it. that i was just you did say it you did was... say it joseph yeah. you did joseph you you said did. It. but that line you up for that waters?
3: what are you doing in my waters <laughs> 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 but that lineup, uh four my years york. strong
2: coyote can't
3: swim that's september 15th and at the liberty bell in new york city
2: I thought the Liberty Bang. Bell was in Philly.
3: There's a Liberty Bell in New York.
2: No, there's only one. It's in no, Philly. It's, it's in cracked. New York. Oh, so oh, this is a cool venue. Apparently, I wonder if it's shaped like a bell. No, it's in New York. Oh, yeah, I know. But I was just making a joke that the Liberty Bell is actually in Philly, like the actual the the the, the monument. Oh, the bell, the actual yeah. bell. I saw yeah. it. It yeah. was super uh, boring. Yeah, kind of like Plymouth Rock. Yeah, I
3: just sat there, and I looked. I didn't even. Yeah, no, I did go in. Yeah, that's stupid. Did you run up the stairs like Rocky? N- oh, I did, yeah. Cool. How was that? I did. It was a lot. Yeah. It was, was toxic, a... No, but a, a mouse or a rat
2: was attacking Alyssa, so we left. Why, did she have food? No, she's just sitting there. Well, don't be sitting in its spot, and you won't get attacked. That's what I told her, dude. It's a very territorial. Bitches need to learn. How big was it? Was it was a big rat. I didn't see it, bro, but I'd say
3: it's as big as this cup next to me. That's a big rat. It's about eight inches.
2: Wow. That's a big rat.
3: It's a big cup.
2: Yeah. So that's going to be sick, though. That's
3: yeah. Like... For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, less than Jake. Yeah. Re-recorded two songs from Hello Rockview, 1998. Metalheads in a boring town, baby. Stick. right, dude? I love Fucking it. one of the best ska punk oh, yeah. bands, bro, ever. Oh yeah. Lesson Jake un- can't I go feel wrong. Like they're
2: so like underrated in like how good they were. Oh, like, people, God. if you're not like in the ska, like you're just kind of like, oh yeah, Lesson Jake's there. It's like, no, no, no. They were like. Wolf Tour Legends them mm-hmm. and Real oh, Big Fish sure. were like two of like every year you knew Les and Jake Real Big Fish would both be at Wolf Tour every year oh, and it was a party on. when you'd see them like an absolute fucking party so that's exciting it's not as cool as new music but it's kind of new music not really though it's cool yeah it's cool it's cool it's cool speaking of cool Speaking of cool, our friends and cool? calling all captains were featured on a song, new Felicity song called "God Mode." Oh, wow! I have I had heard of Felicity, but yeah, I had never is. listened to them. I am a fan, big fan. They are cool. I like them. They are cool. They are heavy in the sense of like captain's story so far type and i am a fan this god mode song goes hard as fuck and i like it well your thoughts i
3: absolutely love it i never really listened listened to them
2: before either and i was like wow this is really good stuff. This is cool. This is fun. I This makes enjoy. me want to run through a brick wall. Yeah, and then just poop. No, it's a oh, good song. I yeah. like it. Yeah. So go oh, check that chocolate out.
3: Chocolate everywhere. Oh no, there's not.
2: If uh if you like captains, if you like the stores so far, if you like Old Neck Deep, that type of shit, old knuckle puck, go check that out. Good shit. Fuck
3: yeah, dude. Fuck yeah!
2: It, now when I say heavy it's not fucking it's not knocked loose no no it's not no pressure
3: no, no.
2: it's not you know Rob Brigade it's not one of those no bands. no 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 it's not hardcore no. but it's heavy pop punk kind of like Belmont
3: fucking fucking fuck fucks
2: so some cool stuff I don't know why, but Neck Deep just refuses to come back to Boston. I don't know what we did to them. Eh, but all right. they uh they played a bunch of cool shows in Texas that were at like little tiny places. Yeah. Uh they did it in California. Um now they're going on tour with Yours Truly in Australia. That's going to be sick. Uh just a few shows starting September 5th. That's going to be exciting. Should we fly to Australia? No. No, Steve's off the neck deep train. Steve's done with neck deep. No, no. no, You heard it here. (laughs) Headline, neck deep is dead to Steve. Steve
3: hates neck deep. Wait, neck deep is dead to Steve? Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I had to think about it. No, dude, I'm just not. I I fuck with neck deep. I still listen to neck deep, but I've seen neck deep like twice. I'm cool with not seeing them for a while.
2: You know, the last time we saw them was... At six the years podium. ago? Yeah, six years ago. Mm-hmm. That was the last time we saw Neck Deep. Yep. That's crazy. It is, man. That is insane. Yeah. That was a fun show. <laughs> it's a good one. With Seaway. That was fun. It was a good one. Yeah. You're up. All right, baby. Why is this door opening?
3: Next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a pretty cool one, dude. We got a fun, fun one here. Uh yeah, this thanks, Ticketmaster, for this one. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, that is actually a good point. Um, this is some good one. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two on this tour have made eighty-five million dollars so far. Wow, it's not over. This tour ain't over. Making it the most successful yet, selling at five hundred and four. 1000 tickets and making over 85 million averaging 2.4 million dollars a night that is 4.5 times more than their 09 2010 tour wow i can't wait for the numbers at the end
2: oh dude it's going to they're going to be close to a billion i i i
3: this is this is
2: uh, oop, a billion might be uh probably over 500 million i'd guess yeah, if they've only if they've only, would they just finished the American leg? Yeah, and they're going till next April. Yes. Oh yeah, they're they're gonna be close to five hundred mil. Easy. Yeah,
3: easy. <laughs> easy, easy. That's Cause crazy.
2: Because they also have when we were young fest to yep. play, which is two days.
3: I wonder if Tom's like, so where's my check? Because I should get like ten percent more. I wonder. You're welcome. You're welcome for that ten year hiatus that helped us out in the future. Just saying.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> he should be getting a big kick back. Imagine if it now. was just a plot all along. Dude, uh, w- would you be shocked? No,
3: not in the music business. Any type of business. Because
2: think if COVID never happened, right? Yeah. You think this wouldn't have happened sooner? I don't know, bro. You think we wouldn't? Have, you. No. Okay. COVID never happens, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Green Day releases a new record.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't think Blink was in the in doing something?
3: No nah, they definitely were.
2: Where they were like, okay, we're gonna, you're gonna do your thing, we're gonna do ours, and then we're gonna hit the Pop Disaster reunion tour. Bang, Dude. Tom's back. We're doing that. Green Day Blink yeah. co-headline. If COVID never happened, COVID killed it. COVID ruined it. Well, and then Tom uh, and then Mark got sick. Mark got So there's cancer, another year. So, yeah, there's another year off. So. Which you can't plan for, unfortunately. You no, can't you plan can't, for those things. No, no, so, no. Um, but I think it was definitely in the works for a while. Yeah. For sure. Um, You know, maybe that's why Parker Cannon started No Pressure. Maybe. Just a little, you know. Oh, you guys are like Blink-182? Here, I'm going to make some music just like them. <laughs> and then I'm going to go on tour with them. Wow. <laughs> uh. I'm going to go on Mark's podcast. Wow. Here I, I am. I like it. He doesn't actually sound that way. Just so mm-hmm. knows. No, no, no. Well, we do know what he sounds like. We've had conversations with the man.
3: Yeah, he talked about this. Nope. Doesn't nope, talk about like
2: that. <laughs> all right. Let's keep going, dude. This anyway, episode's an hour and 50,000 minutes. I know. Uh, it wouldn't be the Empty Space podcast if we didn't mention Paramore. This Ew, has now, become, this is now beca- I know this has now become the Paramore podcast. We're gonna change it to uh, the Misery I like Business it. podcast. I like We're it. no longer the Empty Space podcast. We're the Misery Business podcast now. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Paramore brought out Billy Eilish to sing "All I Wanted" with them. Pretty cool. Yeah, always cool, man. I'm. Um, uh, I'm guessing Haley Williams was a big inspiration for Billy. Um, <laughs> got be right. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know how much you know about Billie Eilish, or like if you've, uh, besides her music, I think she's a cool person from what I've seen, yeah, and heard of, uh, you know, on TikTok and Instagrams and such. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's a pretty cool person, pretty chill. Um, so that's cool, that's dope. Mm -hmm. And she's like one of the biggest artists in the world right now, so obviously that helps her more more out. Um, so that's dope. That's cool shit.
3: Oh, yeah. No, that is really cool. Um,
2: this is up your alley.
3: Yeah, we got well, one of my favorites. Cars, but, yep. No, I hear what you're saying. Uh, Rancid. Yeah. Legendary Rancid is on tour in September with two shows in Boston. That is the 18th of September and the 19th of September at the House of Blues. Stoked. Fucking sick, dude. That's we fucking should definitely sick.
2: try and hit one of those up.
3: We should. We should. We should definitely try. That's fucking awesome.
2: Oh, God. Because I, 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 I know how fired up we got when No Pressure played Maxwell Murder. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine how fired up we'd get seeing Rancid do it. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that would be sick. That's going to be a good show. September's a busy month. September's yeah. a very busy month. There's a few good shows in September.
3: Yes, yeah, it's clean.
2: Um... Our friends in Waverwire released a new single called "Brain on the Box." Cool yeah. song, dope. Oh yeah, Hell go check yeah. them out. Waverwire, they're dope. Go ahead, <laughs> hurry up. Can you? Can you do this one? Can I? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, also, <laughs> we had uh, another new single. Meet me at the altar. That's it. give it up. Oh, because you didn't know. Oh, because I abbreviated "meet me at the altar" and he didn't know what I meant. I'm sorry, dude. It's all okay. right, I time, and I already asked once. I time forget. I'll type it out. <laughs> um. So yeah, they released a new single. Uh, give it up. Did you listen to it? I on. I'm gonna be honest. I have no. Yet. I didn't get a no. chance to listen to it either. Um, okay.
3: Well, it's out there.
2: Yeah, it's uh from. I've heard little clips of it from um mm-hmm. their Instagram. Sounds pretty dope. Pretty typical meet-me-at-the-altar. Nice. They're cooking with gas, so. Word. Yeah.
3: That's dope, dude.
2: Now we're going to get into um, some of our uh, Facebook. Facebook. Our Instagram polls that we had for people. Yeah, so
3: we had had two polls. One was uh, this or that, and the other one was bands you want us to break down. So I'll start it off with this or that. So I decided to put up some old school punk uh, and, you know, let people choose this or that. Which band would you choose? The bands we had on were The Descendants versus Fugazi. Uh, Fugazi is Minor Threat, Ian Makai's Side Project. Awesome band. The Descendants are The Descendants. Uh, Both have been around. Both have made huge impacts. Both are really fucking awesome. And the votes we had were 12 to 2 with The Descendants in favor. Batch, you were a one for Fugazi with somebody else.
2: Yeah, I know. I love Fugazi. I don't not like the descendants. Yeah. I just like Ian MacKay, And I love Fugazi. So and I like the whole like I like to call people a Fugazi when they're being fake. Ooh. I say you're a Fugazi. Fugazi. You f- you're Fugazi. Yeah. So that's that. I- i can dig it yeah i went with the oh, descent yeah. i'm a huge yeah. fugazi fan huge yeah, don't
3: get me wrong minor third was my favorite imakai side progress yeah. fugazi my my uh high school freshman year i found out about them through my art teacher stephen king and Wait. they were awesome that was his name Stephen yeah. king yeah the that was stephen his name king? the artist not the, the writer
2: oh the artist stephen king
3: but I just think if I had to put them next to each other, I would go with the descendants just based yeah. off the fact of how much of an impact they are in how amazing longevity the music is. Yeah. But that was, that was fun. Yeah. A uh, little, little poll. I'm probably, we'll probably do more of those. Um, the oh, next yeah. one's cool too. Check, take it over.
2: Uh, we talked about bands that we should, you know, talk about breakdown albums. We should do. Uh, no one gave us a record. Uh, they gave us bands. True. Um, so Sarah Bowen. Tough one, Sarah. It's a tough the timing. one. Timing. All right. The yeah, timing is not, not there. Not great. She said anti flag. Uh yeah. Mm,
3: not right now. <laughs> In the future, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you can read the next one. We'll I, I, I
3: that was that timing was impeccable. Yeah. No, great. Thank
2: Honestly, yeah, thank, thank you for the suggestion. Yeah, it's a great suggestion. It. It. Yeah.
3: And yeah. uh all that. Probably would have
2: happened, but
3: um, our friend Green Day SJP, also known as the goalie, also known as Sarah, she said nothing, nowhere. Not happening. I don't know this band. No,
2: it's, you, you no. Uh. Uh-uh. Apparently, Bash doesn't like them. I don't know them. Uh, you can give them a quick spin while I talk about the next one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Alicia, Stevie's sister. Um, she I said have a sister. You do, yes. Uh. Uh, her name is Leisha. Oh, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, she said Avenged Sevenfold or the Used. Two good ones. Two really good ones. Uh, we've mentioned Avenged Sevenfold a bunch of times. We've compared bands to them. Um, so I don't see why we wouldn't break down Avenged Sevenfold. And then the Used is just fucking absolute fucking legends. So that's coming eventually. Uh, there's just so many, and and we're kind of I think, trying to wrap up this Green Day and Blink thing. So, yeah, unless it's like an EP, we're not really touching it right now. But they're yeah, definitely uh, going in the uh, in the bank for like when we're done. Because we've talked about when we're done, we don't know what we're going to do. Like, we're yeah. like, them what? So these well, are good. What we
3: were doing, we w- we were doing the Blink Green Day for a long time. And then it got to be overwhelming. We were doing yes. too much of that. Then we took a hiatus from that and went to more like EPs, artists. We were doing this. And then we got okay. We need to get back to it. We forgot about it. Let's finish it. So we're kind of trying to finish it that way. We yeah. can get back to like other pop Random. punk bands because we yes we know there's more than just Blink and Green Day that are in the pop punk genre because we haven't even started the story so far. So we haven't
2: started All Time Low. We haven't started Mayday Parade. Yeah. Belmont, Neck Deep. We well Neck Deep. We did a full two and yeah. a half hour thing on, but like as far as like album by album, we haven't touched like half of them. Yeah. So um, we'll we'll we, get into um, it and. we We got a lot we have time there's no time there's a podcast all right yeah we're not yeah do you want all right so after this we're going to get into belmont we're going to get into (laughs) self-title self-title record so i hope you're ready for a full four and a half hour podcast right uh no so yeah that's that's yeah those will happen for sure what'd you think of nothing nowhere no yeah no not no thanks
3: um (laughs) yeah no i'm also no um. All right, Victoria. Yeah, someone's fiance. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Mister Bat Shoulders, a little side project. Uh, <laughs> little side project. <laughs> I don't know why I say it like that. Jesus, Batch's, Batch's fiance. Uh, said boys of fall. I don't yeah. know them either.
2: You don't know them? No. Oh, they're pretty good. All right, they're pretty good, man. All right. Yeah. Um. She loves them. So maybe we'll have to have her, her on to talk about that. Let's see. To talk about Boys of Fall, because she's the expert. Sounds good to me, man. Hell yeah. That's it? That's all you got? We're not doing the last two? <laughs> you, We were going tit for tat. Oh, that's right. I, fuck- forgot <laughs> I forgot it was me. I forgot it was me. Our friend Matt Ricks suggested Rancid. Shocker. Another one that will happen, yeah. Rancid's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely. Well, I don't know if we'll do like album for album rancid, or if we'll do just a whole rancid like rundown. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll just we'll figure that out. I don't know. Definitely, I mean, out came the wolves is definitely. Gonna yeah, be, that's gotta be. Yeah, um, that's okay. gotta be a uh one episode for that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, last and one. then what?
3: Lastly, we have our friend, amazing musician, Patrick Kearns. Check him out. Oh also, speaking of Big quick, Oh yeah.
2: He has um new single new coming out on Thursday. It just came out Thursday after this dropped. So definitely check that one out. For sure. Fuck yeah. Um
3: yeah. he also has his own podcast, Big Mouth. Small words. Podcast. Yes. He drew, um he suggested Appetite for Destruction. Again. Three of these, I don't know.
2: You don't, you don't know Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction? Oh no, dude. Oh, oh, you need, to... buddy. Yes, sir. You talk about a front to back, like <clears throat> Ripper. Good one. Like that album fucking changed every. Yeah, that like, dude. Guns N' Roses only put out like four or five records, right? They were mm-hmm. only around for like six years and this record is like and that band is like mentioned as like one of the best of all time like that record is insane how -hmm. good that thing is there's not one i mean that record has um paradise city welcome to the jungle and sweet child of mine all on it Mm -hmm. that's all that one record like those three songs alone are like unbelievable that that record fucking slaps i'll take your word for it man i fucking love that record i would love to break. i don't know what we'd really break down about that record other than just being like yeah man it's metal <laughs> like, but it's fucking sick it's a fucking Work. sick record i love that record um so yeah that's it for uh news and notes unless you got anything else Anything? No, dude, I'm fucking... Um, yeah, I'm ready to... Uh... I'm fucking ready, dude. Yeah, I mean, we've been uh, going Holy at this shit. for uh, quite a bit now, so... Yeah. Yeah, well, um... my computer is fucked. There we go. Okay. Got it. I just needed to plug it in and unplug Apparently, I just had to reset the thing, so all we're all good. Right. Well, okay. All right. Anyway. Rep- all right, here we go. The back half of Blink-182 is nine. Strap in. This is going to be terrible. Um, shall we? We shall. All right, lead us off, Toots. Well, the first one
3: would be I really wish I hated you. I don't really
1: like
3: All right, so starting off the second part of this, um, Fuck, dude, this whole album's just giving me fucking Terrible. problems with my brain. I really wish I hated you. Um, I really well,
2: wish I didn't listen to this.
3: Well, you did. And it was one of the toughest songs to write for this record, according to Mark and Matt.
2: Oh, okay. The
3: song went through almost five different Iterations? Iterations.
2: Iterations. You go. Iterations,
3: which made Matt jokingly name it. I really wish you never wrote that. So don't we. The song tells a story of regret <laughs> of someone wants to get back together with someone else, but no, she shouldn't. He shouldn't. The song was originally a really soft song. One of those rewritings the bands pushed the pedal to the metal, unless they didn't like it either, and fell back from middle ground to a more of a middle road sound. Now, I'm not gonna dig too deep into the song. This song sounds like a Fallout Boy mm-hmm panic I, it's just there's too much fucking shit on it bro it's too way too there's too much production it's just i don't like it and i really hope what people have commented on our post saying the second half is better i hope it gets better i already know what my opinions are but
2: yeah that's i really wish i hated you what are your thoughts same i really wish they didn't write this this song is terrible I don't like it. So That's my thoughts. That's like my thought on the whole record, but anyway. Um yeah. It's uh not good. Mm. And like like I liked the uh Follow Boy comparison you made there to that. Yeah. Cuz I feel like that is exactly what I got from it. Uh kind of that like panic at the disco follow boy. Yeah just meh mm-hmm. no good so all right i'm just i'm just Go tired
3: uh, uh it's just all the same like girlfriend broken broke, in, broke uh-huh. up and it's like yep. bro you guys are 50
2: years old yeah enough of why? this. why are we doing this but anyways yeah next one uh the next one is pin the grenade. okie-dokie then so pin the grenade is about a guy who knows that his relationship with his girlfriend isn't working out and that his girlfriend will leave him regardless of the failing relationship he begs her to just stay as long as possible and just pretend to love him that is sad (coughs) the title comes from uh, the mechanism of grenades where you would pull the pin out of them before detonating them as a metaphor The narrator doesn't want Their relationship to explode either So Okay usually when you see Green Day put grenade in a song You know it's going to be cool Um, Blink Made a pretty cool song With the word grenade in it Not I mean for this album It's pretty cool If this was on Anima of the State Or Toy Padge I would find a way to rip it out of that CD and throw it out the window. Mm. So I would definitely not like go out of my way to listen to this song. Um, if it came on somewhere, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, skip this. This is terrible. I would just sit there and deal with it. Doesn't make my ears bleed like the other ones.
3: No. Nah, I mean I'm pretty on board, dude. Uh bored.
2: Wow. You good? Yeah, I hit my mic stand and it made it uh, vibrating.
3: I'm pretty on board. I uh I like the song for this album. I think it's pretty good. Um yeah. I can deal with it. It's pretty good. It does have that typical like MGK eight oh eight style feel right. to it. Uh but it's good for this album. it's good. I, mm-hmm. I don't hate it at all.
2: Yeah. It's catchy. Yeah and the drums i really i like the
3: beat it's cool man
2: yeah the drums at the beginning were cool that was like classic travis yeah yeah it was dope it was a good song though yeah all right so we shall move along all right we're getting into no heart to speak of
3: All right, no heart to speak of. This lays a close resemblance with the harsh and fast-paced Neighborhoods track, "Heart talk Gone. It showcases a band telling the story of how a girl left the narrator heartbroken with no apparent reason why she left showing no heart to him at all. So, two big statements I'm going to say at first. This song slaps, goes hard as fuck. Awesome song. One of my favorites, if not top favorite right now on this album. Mm-hmm. This song is, there's a reason I like it. It brings in that Neighborhoods heart you know, hearts all gone feel, but it, Matt absolutely kills the vocals on it. The whole song itself is fucking dope. All right. It's fucking fire. So the other thing I'm going to say, my second thing is again, the song basis, the premises of a girl heartbroken, it's repetitive. They don't like that. I'm yeah. I don't want to harp too much on this because I actually enjoy this song. Uh, and every other song has been like shit Oh shit, shit, shit. So I'll stay with the positive for the most part. Um, it's a really good song. It goes, it's really got like that punk feel to it. It's cool.
2: Yeah. It's definitely got the, um, blink vibes. Like it sounds like an actual, like a blink song. Um, Mm -hmm. which I think a lot of this record kind of lacked in a way. Mm -hmm. Like this sounds like where they left off with self titled Mm -hmm. or untitled. Um, in neighborhoods type of way like it's almost like got the tom thing without having tom in it so yeah that's why i dig it i think it's it's like probably the most genuine like Blink blank song like if yeah. if you didn't know like that tom left and you just threw this on for someone if you were just like okay like they listen to neighborhoods and then you put this on because they're like, mm-hmm. oh, what's Blink been up to? They lived under a rock, and you put this mm-hmm. on, they'd be like, oh, so it's okay. Same well, it's thing. also
3: it's also one of the first songs we've talked about on here that Matt actually sounds like he's part of Blink.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it sounds cohesive. Yeah. Whereas, like, the rest of it just kind of sounds like this is Mark's part, this is Matt's part, and then Travis is just back there filling mm-hmm. it in, you know? Yeah. Almost almost like neighborhoodsy vibes where yeah. like it was just puzzle piece together. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I, I agree with you. I like this song a lot. Oh, yeah. So all right. We will scoot along to the next one. The next one is called Ransom.
1: She was just a-
2: All right, Ransom is a dynamic punk rock song that tells a short story of a relationship that ends up in a kidnapping. While the song starts by leading the listener to believe the guy in the relationship is perhaps a threat to the girl, it turns out that after following the girl to Los Angeles, she ends up holding him for ransom. The instrumentation complements the song's narrative, beginning with an auto-tuned vocal over an ambient hip-hop beat, that transitions into a mellow sounding groove when least expected the band explodes into a heavy punk rock jam that brings in the chorus line now she's holding him for ransom ransom is the second shortest track on the record and possibly the most intriguing song in terms of its themes and meaning taken at face value the song is simply a story of an unhealthy relationship that ends in a criminal act of kidnapping (laughs) on the other hand the line holding him for ransom could also be considered a metaphor to suggest the girl may be holding onto her relationship with the guy in order to use him for selfish gains. Okay. So basically if it was just the, from 45 seconds on this song would be an absolute fucking banger. Um, and it took away the auto tune and the overproduction you got yourself a winner here. Mm-hmm. But because of those facts, loser.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I I agree completely. Um, But I, I do like the song. I, I just hate I the, don't
2: hate it. I don't hate it. Fuck, the song. dude. I, no, it's a good the song. The back good. half.
3: Honestly, the back half is definitely already better than the first half. Like, I'm oh, already yeah. like, all right, word, this is good. I like this song, except for the beginning part. Uh, yeah. I agree with you. If the opening was less productive,
2: um. Uh, it it yes. would sound really cool, yeah, I would dig it for sure. Um, so, all right, all
3: right. Next one is on some emo shit. Trash,
1: trash,
3: trash, 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 trash. You know the Mighty Ducks when yes. they chant quack, quack. No, it's trash. 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 This song is trash. 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 I got nothing nice to say to this. I don't even want to read anything to you guys, but I'm gonna. Because I'm on some emo shit. This tells the story of a guy whose girlfriend seems to have disappeared. He's seen trying to cope with all the thoughts of loss and loneliness. He feels like he's failed her and thinks that death might be on the way. The only way he could put himself to rest. It's unclear whether the girl has committed suicide by jumping or has simply disappeared. The narrator presents an ambiguous description of the girl's situation, I'm not digging into the lyrics uh if i I don't even wanna talk about this song I'm gonna be honest, I don't no. like this song i'm not i um I'm I not saying a... I don't know about the message I'm not saying like if it's about suicide or anything like that like obviously that's bringing awareness, but like I'm not even digging into that yeah I'm just sorry that this is the breakdown you guys are getting um
2: yeah, but kind of sucks. <laughs> um, But Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I don't have much else man Like You know I'm just Like If it's like the suicide thing Like you mentioned Like Alright it's Like you said it raises awareness and everything But it's like You also talked about it being a breakup song uh, Again It's like No wonder why Like When this came out I think I was talking to you About it And I was like, dude, no wonder why Tom left. Like, he doesn't want to sing about breakups anymore. He's done. Like, he said that on the interview. Yeah, yeah, on the documentary. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, why are we still at fifty years old singing about fucking breaking up with people? Like, you know, just it's just like this repetitive shit that we don't fucking need, man. Like, like Mm -hmm. you want to make a couple, like a song or two about it, but like, enough. Like this is why Boxcar Racer and AVA Were so much like more I feel like a lot of the Blink fans Went there because they were just like We've heard all these Breakup songs before dude Like we're good You know And it's unfortunate So that's all I got But uh, we'll move on to the next one You're gonna Um, love it Yeah I'm sure the next one is Hungover on You
0: My mistake. Hung times, over you. So All
2: right. Um, positivity's gone. Um, I on on hung over you. Blink one eighty two sings about exactly what the title says: being hung over someone, being hung over someone, and getting drunk because of it. The song sees the band experimenting with programmed beats, and has an explosive chorus where Mark Hoppus and Matt Skiba join forces in the vocal department. Really wish they wouldn't have done that. Um, Talk Mm. about why would you you have arguably the greatest drummer of all time in your band? Why are you using computerized drums? Mm. That is a waste. Like they that's so God. Like this this song just sucks, dude. This song just absolutely sucks. I'm sorry. I don't have much more. Like I I just I I made it I think five seconds in and I was like, this is dumb. I don't like this. Um yeah, overproduced, just I, I don't know what I don't know what was happening here. I don't understand. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just, I hate how defeated you get. Like, what we're doing this. I'm done, dude. I just want it to be over. <laughs> like, <laughs> you get so. Oh, it's so I, I feel so bad because it's like, I, I know just how much you love Blink and how much Blink means to you, and then to see like. Us just sit here and be like, "This is terrible. This is not good. This is very bad." Like, well, it's 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 like that's how I'm feeling. But then I also just feel bad for the listeners because, like, yeah, that too. Yeah, I promise this isn't normal. No, this is not. Like this happens <laughs> uh, once in a great while. But, but, but I'm ready okay. to. Yeah, you 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 ready to remember to forget this fucking thing?
3: I'm ready to forget everything.
2: Okay. Tell them the next one. Oh, i remember to forget me.
1: I'm
2: done.
3: Right. Cool, man. You know what I'm going to say. Woo. So shitty. So done. I uh, don't like it. If would be a good song if the fucking... Auto tune, the voice shit just gets me, man. This is just garbage, bro. But, uh, anyways, a little bit about this, if you'd care. Uh, the closer of nine (laughs) is about still listening. (laughs) I know, I feel terrible. (laughs) It's, it's this about telling his mom to forget him and let him go into life. This reflects on the band showing how they became famous, toured around the world, away from the families. The song has a close resemblance to California, home of such a lonely place, as they both detail a character leaving home. All right, batch, last song
2: last one is yep well you don't know, want my thoughts on this one nope okay because you know them <laughs> yep horrific um the last one is out of my head
1: oh, oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> all right um out of my head is a song about a uh, wow get this guys it's about a breakup <laughs> that the narrator understands completely why they shouldn't be together anymore and agrees to go their separate ways. Wow. Okay. Don't hate it. Don't hate it. Don't love it. Just indifferent to it. Really. Just if it's on cool, if it's not even cooler, but yeah, that's it. We're done. We did it. Sorry, everyone. Um, we, um, I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. You know I, what? I, hang I on, couldn't... hang
3: on. I'm sorry, but I'm not, dude. All right, we had to do this episode, right? We had we were to. We we're doing discography of Green Day and Blink, right? We were. Honest. We were honest. This is our opinion, and it doesn't mean we hate the band. It doesn't no? I don't like. You have opinions on shit, dude. You saw. We read some of the people's opinions. Some people said this is heart garbage. This is terrible. Lead singers of bands are saying this is shitty. It doesn't matter who you are. Everyone's got an opinion. This is ours. I am sorry and Batch is sorry, like we were saying, for the quality of the episode at the end here. Because we knew it wasn't going to be great. Which is why we gave you such a long intro of other great happiness in other things. So just know that going forward, um, I don't see this happening. So,
2: mm. We haven't gotten to some of the Green Day stuff. Could happen. Just saying. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I think uh, the latest Green Day album, we might not, it might not be pretty. Um, But we'll see. I I also haven't listened to that in a while. So, but next up, we're taking a little breather from Breakdowns. We have. Three, four, five. We have a bu- Like I think for the next like month and a half, we're just doing interviews. Um, so unless something falls through, you will not hear a breakdown for a, a good long while. Um, so if you like interviews, get ready. Um, we got some good ones coming. Um, a really cool uh, festival we're going to talk about with the people who made it. Um then we have some cool up and coming bands. We have um a long time friend coming on, and then we have another cool episode with some other friends coming on. So a lot of promotion, a lot of giving back to bands. Um so I think yeah, the next uh one, two, three, four, five. Next five are all interviews so yeah that's fun i like doing interviews uh breaks up the because the breakdown sometimes can get a little monotonous um but yeah so we got some cool shit coming um that's about it we uh after uh these are done after the next three episodes we're we're banging those out this week And uh, we're done until after the wedding, so you won't hear any real wedding talk until afterward, which will be fun. Oh, yeah? So, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Yeah, I'm done, dude. Yep, Steve's checked out. Steve's mentally just done. He's he's defeated. He's just like, I can't believe he just ripped his favorite brand apart like that. It hurts. It does it does i felt similar if this, to this this was a video
3: day. and you could see me i I probably would have walked out so
2: oh my goodness yeah and would have just been me sitting here you yeah. would not have liked mm, no nope. goodness no nope.
3: so goodbye from me
2: <laughs> yeah all right everyone to see you next time